Fuck it, man. Fuck it, man. Let me go. Hey, this is High Pitch Eric, and you're listening to the Saucer Tribe Podcast with Johnny Chabasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. It's winter, it's football season, it's the football playoffs. You're in prime position to dominate your postseason. You got a couple more games to go before the fantasy playoffs start. Remember that it doesn't start when the playoffs start. It starts in week, what, 14, 13, 15, somewhere in there. You better know what you got to do, bro and sis, because that's what's going to happen when we start talking about Fantasy football ferocity, everybody. I'm Johnny Kilbasa, radio superstar. You might have heard me make cheeseburger jokes somewhere on the radio on the big show with Big Daddy Mark Aram. That's me. You won't find any talking about fast food on this. Well, hey, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. But happy McRib Day, everybody. Everybody's got that McRib funk. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the Mac Rib Funk. You got to talk about what you got to do in the waiver wire. What happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers Ravens game? Where is your waiver wire at right now? There's only one person to ask the man in charge of America's commissioning, the commissioner of America's fantasy football, the man who is moving on up in the world and moving on up in the standing, spoiling it and controlling it every day. Mission. Hey, what's going on, Brad? Well, let me see if I can dig one up for you, America. That's right. Here we go with the Week 12 Football Minute, Atlanta-based. Week 12 in the NFL, eat a turkey, bowl of turkey week in the Metro. How many days till Xmas week in America? Four teams on my radar. Four teams with wins. Shots are on the house. Blowout alert. Your Magic City Dirty Birds are definitely the best 4-7 and seven team in the NFL. Maddie Nice only needed a buck 85. Young Ho Ku. 5 for 5 on the FG. 4 for 4 on the XP. That's a lot of FP for your K. Blowout alert. Your Stone Mountain Freeway Boo Dogs took advantage of the plague and took out whatever was left of the Gamecocks. Blowout alert. Your Midtown Bumblebees finally squeezed the game in. In no game November, Jeff Sims was running and passing up a storm. Upset alert! Your downtown Panthers won the battle of Northwest Central South Georgia. Uh, anyway, Cornelius Brown the fourth with a career-high passing game. Tyreek Hill had a whole lot of. Derrick Henry had a whole lot of. Patrick Mahomes had a whole lot of. Will Fuller had a whole lot of. Nick Chubb always has a whole lot of. Denver had to play without QBs, and Baltimore-Pittsburgh got to wait till Wednesday. What the hell? Can you believe it? Mark Aram's New York football Giants with a negative 39-point points differential and a three-game winning streak are officially in first place in the NFC Least. And Monday night, Mark's team would make move the first all alone after the Seahawks squash the Eagles on the MNF, baby. Yeah, yeah. Football, baby. Football, baby. Can you imagine, can you imagine if 
any other time in our lives, we would say the New York football giants are in first place. We would say Mr. Aram is happy, glorious, and we're still talking about the NFC League. There's some fantasy love there, people, but the rest of the thing is is no bueno. And you know what, New York fans? You spent so much time earlier in this season just enjoying your hatred of the Giants. And now, after a three-game winning streak and they're sitting on top of the craziest season ever, you can't, you're too stubborn to say, oh, I like them after all. You just can't come on back, can you? Most of you, you're too stubborn to start liking them. And fuck you if the Giants make the playoffs. Every one of those guys on that team should say, fuck you, New York, for not supporting us all the way through. Fuck it. I'll tell you what, let's throw one over the top on that while we're talking. Yeah. The last, the I think the only two times that sub-500 teams won their division, they both won their first playoff game. That just goes to show you that life ain't fair, bro. That just goes to show you that teams improve, that players improve. Coaches get fired. Hi, Matt Patricia. We do not have a spot for you on the fantasy football ferocity. You oh. know you're unemployed. And some, can I borrow again, a pencil? <laughs> um, no, he can. Like, we'll send him a, a box of raises because Amazon warehouse will not hire a guy that looks like that. That's what I want to tell you. <laughs> He's been eating a lot of steak sandwiches in Detroit City. Yeah, he should. He, you know, he should be sitting there having a couple beers, talking to his. Is his coordinator saying, what do we have to do to improve this football team before I get fired? But it didn't happen. Fantasy football uh, nothingness. We're going to talk about fantasy fucking football week 13. Fantasy football ferocity. I'm Johnny Kobasa. Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. And JohnnyKobasa.com. If you want to subscribe here and listen to a 400 podcasts that we've done over the years. I haven't done shit other than this lately, but come on back because I'm going to start doing a new podcast about Cyberpunk 2077 coming out. Ooh, a couple weeks here. Maybe next week. Time's flying by. It's almost Christmas, Michi, let's get to it because I have, uh, I, uh, I, I know I want to get to it, but I have to say, you know where you can find Michi, Mr. Kabasa? Oh, we can find Michi somewhere on the beach. Ah, yeah. Where are we going first, Mr. Kabasa? Where are we going first? <laughs> let's talk about the NFL, Michi, because that's what we like talking about the professional game. Look at where we're at here. The Buffalo Bills up in the AFC East. The Steelers are, oh man, they're 12 and 0, 11 and 0. The Cleveland Browns are sitting at 8 and 3, playing the another 8 and 3 Tennessee Titans. They've got upset. They've got revenge on their mind. The Kansas City Chiefs 10 and 1. Can you believe that? Over the NFC 4 and 7 is good enough for the Giants and the that football team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Green Bay Packers are 8 and 3. They're looking good. The Saints on a what? An eight game fucking winning streak. They're trying to hold off Tampa Bay doing a pretty good job of it yeah. in the West. They got the Seahawks outpacing the Rams, outpacing the Cardinals and outpacing the Niners. It's always tight in the NFC West. And if you look at the playoffs, if the playoffs started today, hell yeah, the Cleveland Browns would be in it. Hell yeah, the Miami Dolphins would be in it. Hell yeah, the Las Vegas Raiders would be in it. And fuck the Ravens. (laughs) Not so much. Not so much. 
That's right, everybody. So what do you say we finally get to kiss week 12 on the cheek and pat it on the ass and shove it out the door because we're heading to the schedule of week 13's games, Michi. And as soon as I can fucking find it, we're going to uh, We're good. Mr. Kavasa, it's make or break. Yours truly, uh, I'm in the role of spoiler. And I did my spoiling with emphasis in week 12. I, Michi, am not going to play for a fantasy football championship in our league, my league. But I am doing what I have to do to make sure whomever I'm playing, Hamburger Helper, well, whomever I'm playing, yeah. is not going to make the championship round of the playoffs either. And I continue to go happy scouting. I continue to do my free agency. Everyone knows free agency is two weeks, two days late this week because of this Michigash on Wednesday football. And we're here for it. We got a bye week, we got the Tampers on a bye week, and we got Carolina on a bye week. Kind of interesting. So there'll be some options, there'll be some observations. There's a uh, there's a classic football game opening us up, Mr. Kabasa. Can I have some classic football uh, opening up music? Can you certainly move? can, because we don't have a Thursday game this week. I don't Thank know why. Goodness. But well, well, I wonder, because they played on Wednesday. That's right. I guess that was too much for us. But, hey, let's go right to the Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock Eastern Games. Michi, the NFC South battle. Atlanta refuses to go down, but they're going to go down swinging against. Oh, come on already. I'm sick of the New Orleans Saints. As always, we're going into the lightning round. We're going to talk about everything for about three minutes apiece. Michi, and I'm going to start that clock. Right now, Mr. Kilbasa, if you drafted Michael Thomas, if you drafted Alvin Kamara, you are sending hate letters to the coaches out there in New Orleans based on their quarterback. Yeah. Tyson Hill is, is, is no longer generating tight end status. He is strictly a quarterback, and he is a touchdown stealer. He is taking four touchdowns from Alvin Kamara, and you're not making the fantasy playoffs as long as Alvin Kamara is playing uh, running back to Mr. Tyson Hill. What do we do? Michael Thomas not taking care of business. Alvin Kamara is not your starter. Latavius Murray took over 20-plus fantasy points last week. Tyson Hill, 20-plus fantasy points last week. And I got a news for you. They're going to do it again this week, Mr. Kilbasa. Whoa. The Saints' defense is nice, but the Atlanta Falcons, as, as Mr. Kilbasa said, it's the Falcons on a roll. The Falcons are playing as Michi would play, complete spoiler. Now, that's not going to do anything in New Orleans except to raise the voices that say, Jameis, give us famous Jameis. And... That is not going to happen for another week or two as long as New Orleans keeps playing winning fantasy football. And those are the two recommendations. The two men who scored points for you last week, if you're feeling nice about the Saints defense, you don't have an option, you might be in a good spot. In the ADL, where Matt Ryan is looking older than Methuselah. Oh, no, he ain't, man. Come on. And Todd Gurley 
is now uh, very questionable for the rest of the season. Mm. And Julio is always hurt. Ridley may or may not um, um, be your man. Um, Hayden Hurst, we talked about him a few times. I've been on and off the Hayden Hurst train. And you have to start Hayden Hurst this week. If Matt Ryan is throwing a touchdown, it's going there. If you watch the waiver wire closely, if Julio Jones is playing, you know what you got to do. You got to find somebody else because he's not scoring a touchdown this week. It's going to the tight end. And I would prefer that you would start Mr. Ridley to make your playoff push. He's going to catch enough uh, enough passes to be PPR relevant. He seems to want to find the end zone if they didn't have an offensive holding. Thank you, Atlanta. And this classic matchup of the Nolan Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons for a lot of people is must-see TV. And I'm going to – I'm going to – I don't know what Las Vegas thinks, but Falcons on a roll. I'm calling for an upset. Mr. Cabasa, what do you think about that? Falcons on a roll. I'm calling for an upset too as three minutes comes and goes. That sounds good to me, Michy, because I think everybody likes it when the New Orleans Saints fall on their face late in the season. No, <laughs> but – and Mr. – and. And for everyone listening, this will open the door for Jameis Winston. You oh. want to win a fantasy championship? Put him on your roster for week 14, 15, and 16. And see how we'll see what kind of love. And this is what we're here for, people. This is what Mr. Kabasa and, and Miss Year here. We're here for you to win a championship. Where are we going next, Mr. Kabasa? All right. Well, let's get the heck out of there. Even though I like talking to you, you like giving me crap about my Falcons and I like giving you crap about your Saints, Mishy, but there we go. We have a lot of 1 o'clock games. We're getting right to it. The Chicago Bears, the Monsters of the Midway, going to host a brand-new team with a brand-new coach, Steak Sandwich City Lions, heading on down the not too far down the road to Chicago for the Detroit-Chicago matchup here. Let's talk about it for about starting now the home team the chicago bears were pretty bad last week Mm. um mr montgomery saved mishy's bacon by being uh, a late touchdown scorer and putting up i believe off the top of my head 147 yards from scrimmage i got uh double on 20 something points mr montgomery a top 10 guy put him in your lineup again against detroit Mitchell Trubisky, Ugh. often imitated. Oh, let me check this one out, Mr. Cabasa. Often imitated, never duplicated. Mitchell Trubisky Mitchell. was was a top ten fantasy scorer last week based on garbage time. <laughs> Am I making a recommendation here for Trubisky? No way, no how. <laughs> Allen Robinson's on your team. You got him. You got to start him. You like the way Mr. Moody played for it. I like Mr. Moody. It sounds like I'm on the Lucille Ball show. Mr. Moody is uh, starting to be a slot receiver and a multiple volume pass catcher. PPR people make note. I'm not saying pick him up. I'm saying get your crayons out and make sure this guy's on your radar moving forward. The Bears defense, you want to love them. You want to hate them. You want them to be healthy so they can play defense. And I would, I'm putting them, I'm, I'm, I'm saying they're playing Detroit, but the Chicago Bears defense gets you anything. It'll get you middle of the road, five to seven points. Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Robinson, same routine in Chicago. They suck, but they get garbage points. 
I have a question for you. And is there a head coach named by the Detroit Lions yet? I don't think so. I Let don't me check so real either. quick. I mean, there's probably an interim. I would think so as well. And what is that song that uh, Sting used to play? Free, free, set them free. Oh, free, free, set them free. Mr. Swift comes back from his concussion. He's a must-start player. If someone was still knuckleheaded enough to cut him loose, on your roster. Kenny Galladay still is not playing in Week 13. And if there's a bust due to injury in fantasy football, that's Kenny Galladay, people. Oh, my goodness. I take full responsibility for everyone uh, pick, you know, drafting him. Mr. Kibasa, it's my fault. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, man. Daryl Bevel is your interim Steak Sandwich City coach. Daryl Bevel. Uh, um, I think I have some glass named Daryl Bevel around There's here. a Bevel, Daryl Bevel. <laughs> Is is in your opinion, does this freedom apply to Adrian Peterson in fantasy love this week, Mr. Cabasa? <sighs> we've been through we've been down this road before, Mishy. I picked him up every year. He had a couple good games early on and then and then he had a decent game. I think he had a decent game this week, didn't he? Compared to relatively, but uh Rel- well he they they yes. So the question will become if Swift Somehow is not playing. Adrian Peterson is your starter. Pick a wide receiver on Detroit and tell me who is going to catch some passes. And I'm going to tell you the answer to my own damn question. All right. The answer is none. Mr. Hawkinson, Mr. Hawkinson is going to be a pro bowler this year. Mm. And he is a must start. And here it is. The most important question, Mr. Cabasa. Matt Stafford, plus or minus 24 fantasy points this weekend. In the upset win, bury the Bears, Detroit, freedom, freedom, and a W for the Detroit Lions. There you go. That's what I like 20, to hear. 24 points, plus or minus for Mr. Stafford. What say you? Let's go plus. All right. So that requires a couple things. That requires that requires touchdowns from Mr. Hawkinson and a wide receiver. America, Oslo, Red Hook. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who it's going to be. Therefore, let's talk about the Bears. They suck. Their coach is going to get fired. And where are we going next, Mr. Kabasa? <laughs> All right. You know where we're going to go. We're going to go down to Nash Vegas. Where a clash, the unstoppable force meets the unmovable object. Two, eight, and three teams going at it. Your Nashville Titans are hosting my Cleveland Browns. They're going to run the ball down I-71 somewhere through Kentucky and somewhere on I-75 into Tennessee and then take a right and then kabam, there you are. Oh, Michy, Michy, Michy. They whooped Cleveland's ass last year in game one after everybody hyped the shit out of the Browns, ruined their season right off the bat with a blowout. And now the Titans are looking to defend the homeland against my Browns and their vicious running attack and we don't need him to pass a lot, Baker Mayfield. What do you say we talk about this for about three minutes? Starting now. There is uh, the nature of love is grown. The nature of the joy of fantasy football 
the nature of being a fan of a professional football team, America also, is going to be on full display right now. There's a proud peacock in this on this phone call, on this podcast. The main man Boing. of fantasy football ferocity working his way for a fantasy football championship. Mr. Kabasa, tell me fantasy love and guide the people on which Cleveland Brown players are playing against Tennessee Titans this week. Well, that's the most obvious question you can possibly have in the NFL because we've got Nick Chubb. And, and when Nick Chubb says, oh, man, you know what? I'm a little bit out of breath. We've got Kareem Hunt, who runs yeah. straight up and down and straight over people. And then when you're spending all your time <laughs> watching those guys, we've got Jarvis Landry coming across the middle, catching everything within five feet of him. Oh, and then if you decide to double team him or something, we've got Austin Hooper up the seam, baby. He's going to be taking us through the playoffs just like a... Just like bench players get you and championships in the NBA, tight ends get you championships in the NFL. You can take that one to the bank. <laughs> Cleveland's Browns defense, zero fantasy points last week. Ouch. Don't need it. Zero. Um, they're playing the Giants and the Jets in week 15 and 16 in America. I am still on record as telling everyone, find the Cleveland Browns defense, stash them. There's a couple of the recommendations coming up. Mr. Kilbasa. Yes, sir. Baker Mayfield. Plus yeah. or minus 23 fantasy points. Minus. 13. Minus. We don't need him to have a lot of points. Um, Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb is uh, a beast. And the talking heads would love to refer to the man in Tennessee that we'll speak of and the man in Minnesota as being the top running back in the National Football League. Mr. Kibasa, yeah. I'm asking you to clarify the situation. Is Nick Chubb the best running back in the National Football League? <sighs> Let's see here. Um, you know, he's he's he, he missed four games. So is that something? Is that a disqualifier? Can no, you can you say you, you mean right Mr. now Henry going into this game? Mr. Henry hasn't. So yeah. for the sake of longevity or um, sturdiness or whatever the case may be, we'll give it to Henry. But I'm telling you, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb is elite. My problem with the fantasy uh, point of view is my man, Kareem Hunt, completely touchdown dependent. And will Kareem Hunt score a touchdown this week in fantasy football for the Cleveland Browns, Mr. Kielbasa? No, he will not. Should I have an option who's going to score 13 fantasy points? Would I put that option in ahead of Kareem Hunt this week? Uh, no, because everybody who has Kareem Hunt's playing in Kareem Hunt no matter what. I'm telling you, America, if Mr. Kibasa says Mr. Hunt is not scoring a touchdown this week, that makes uh, Kareem Hunt a dubious. I can't spell it, but I can say it, Mr. Kibasa. Dubious. Dubious. For uh, Team Michi. Otherwise known as Mr. Sunshine. Hey, And it makes Sign him. Up now, ladies. Come on now. And uh, it makes me think that Kareem Hunt might be sitting on my bench. Mr. Landry showed up. What's the difference in Javaris Landry in the last two weeks versus the first 10 weeks? He's getting the ball. Mayfield? Is it Baker Mayfield? Well, it's got to, it probably has something to do with OBJ not being on the field. Interesting. And it might have something to do with a goddamn running game that nobody can figure out. 
and it Opening doesn't look up. like the it doesn't look like last year's Baltimore Ravens running game either. No, it has a it has a similarity to some of the things uh, the guys on the other side who are in first place in their division and Cleveland wants that first place. I'm mm. telling you, but you know when the Pittsburgh Steelers keep playing COVID related games against uh, dudes off the street. It might be tough for the Browns to get in first place. That's right, Yinzers. I said it. <laughs> Pittsburgh is smoking mirrors. <laughs> Eleven and zero. Fort smoking mirrors. They're smoking mirrors because they're smoking mirrors because an old man named Super Ben is old, and he's going to get his ribs broken in a way that only Drew Brees would know. So what I mean to do is move on to Tennessee. And the quarterback in Tennessee is a must-start. Mr. Tannehill is a, a must-start. The Cleveland Browns defense without players um, either on COVID or injuries, specifically in the defensive backfield, make it make uh, Ryan Tannehill a must-start for me. And Mr. Cabasa, I got to tell you, give you a little scouting report for this game, okay? Mm-hmm. You ready? A.J. Brown is a beast. A.J. Brown is one of the three best young wide receivers I've seen in a long time. If you got them, start them. It's too late for trades. Put them on your next year's draft list. I'll go through three guys as we go through the program. How's that for a teaser, Mr. There you go, and I'm going to go ahead and give this one a... Oh, we got a shootout alert. If you ain't scoring 30, you ain't winning this game, Mishy. It's going to be shooting it out, and a shootout doesn't have to be passing. It can be running, too, but it's going to be... Shoot them out, baby. Shoot them up. One of the best games of the weekend, if not the game of the weekend. Um, you got Mr. Henry. He's a man amongst boys. Nick Chubb is a man amongst boys. Mr. Brown and Mr. Henry, Mr. Tannehill. Mr. Chubb, Mr. Landry, and America, I'm throwing in Baker Mayfield into this magic mix as being a plus 24 score. <sighs> Shootout alert. Bang, 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 where are we bang. going next? L, no, bang, bang, hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. Where are we going next, Mr. That was fun to talk about. I can't wait for that game. One o'clock. Yeah. Let's hope everybody is, stays healthy as much as they can. But let's march on down to Miami. Those goddamn dolphins are taking on. Oh, sorry about your luck for the 400th time. The Cincinnati Bengals. Who's playing quarterback for Cincinnati? Don't care. <laughs> Who's playing quarterback for Miami? Oh, I might Grandpa. care. Grandpa versus Grandma in this game, Missy. Let's talk about Bengals. Dolphins for three minutes starting now. Very nice. Mr. Kibasa, may I uh, um, pull out the trumpet, perhaps, and toot my own horn? Sure. Right now. America, go back in the archives before the season started. I am the man. He said the Miami Dolphins are going to compete and possibly... No, I said they were going to win the AFC East. What we're seeing now is a nice football team coming together. The French guy who plays running back is coming back from injury. You pick them up, plug them in. Cincinnati Matt Breida? Pitiful. Oh. Yeah, but you know, no, the, whatever the young man's name is. He's a rookie. He just showed up. He's got a French name. Uh, Monsieur Leclerc. No, the other one. But you know who I'm talking about. In Cincinnati? Um, no, for Miami, young oh, man. My bad. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. French people don't go to Cincinnati. French people go to Miami. Oh. Which is where we should be right now. <laughs> yeah, nobody goes to Cincinnati. I mean. No, no. 
If I'm if I if I was a Parisian, I would go to Miami right now because it's beautiful down there. Are you talking America about DeAndre take, Washington? Know, negative. Okay. Wow. And I'm not talking about Guy Lefleur either. Mm, yeah, Monsieur. Okay. Le'Veon Savon. I'm oh. no, I, I, I got his name back. But I got his, it's, it's. I believe it's Savon. Anyway, I don't want to spend that much time on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Devontae Parker, you got him. He'll save your bacon. You play him on his program last week, Mister Cabasa. You know, I told America you were you you followed the the credence and the clearance and and the and the revival of the whole thing, and you picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick and won your football game. Tell me that's true because that's what I told you to do, Captain. <laughs> If did I do Ryan it? No, Fitz- I don't need him, but uh, I hope I hope somebody did. Oh, I'm telling you, a top seven fantasy football score last week. It's what Fitzmagic does. We've been saying it. All you hearty listeners and dedicated fantasy footballers here on Fantasy Football Ferocity, where do they find Mr. Kilbasa for the Fantasy Football Ferocity? One more time, Mr. Kilbasa. Right here on this very podcast, Mishy. Uh, JohnnyKilbasa.com. You can go look at the Sausage Hut podcast. You can find the Fall In for Fallout 76 podcast. You can yeah. hear me on the Mark Aram Show podcast. Yeah. Uh, two or three days a week, I do the Football Minute up there. I do Fast Food Reviews up there. I do Game of Thrones Minute. Used to, anyway. Used to do the Olympics when they had that. Olympic Minute. I talk about anything all the time everybody and, if- and enjoying it yeah. I, I almost lost track of where I was but we're talking about Grandpa Fitz match yeah and if he is a starter again I understand our, our the young left-hander Tua is back at practice in a limited fashion I would I would bet a dollar to a donut that Fitzpatrick plays this game and the Miami Dolphins score upwards of 40 points <sighs> Fantasy love everywhere. The running back, the quarterback, Kasiki, the tight end, found the end zone and gained six yards the rest of the game. No matter. It helped me win my ball game. It will help you. Poaching it. Poaching a TD. Poaching it. Um, I am so I am so sure that Ryan Fitzmagic, Grandpa Fitzpatrick, is a 30-point top three fantasy football quarterback this week. Mr. Cabasa. In America, you may be wondering why Mr. Mishi and Mr. Cabasa are talking so much about Miami. Number one, the private plane is on its way. Yeah. We're gonna sit, we're gonna we're not going to Coconut Grove. Forget those guys. We're going right to South Beach and we're gonna have, you know, get some fruit, have something nice to eat, have some drinks, and pretend we're watching the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are gonna kill them. Do does do you have any fantasy football love in, for Cincinnati? <laughs> no. Never. Last week, you told me and I told everyone else that that there is no love. Tyler Boyd was was a savior for my team. One catch since I believe he's had two catches, three catches since Mr. Burrow went down. A.J. Green doesn't exist. T. Higgins scored a touchdown last week. You're going to trust that in your starting lineup, America? No. So what we're here to tell you is look for uh, Cincinnati to score three points. Or six points, depends mm. on the case, and no relevancy. Miami is going to crush them, and we'll talk about the Buffalo Bills later. AFC East got a – I like Miami playing some good football. I dislike that my Jets are playing bad football, but Miami playing good football is good for fantasy football and good for the pro game. Where are we going next? Get in that private plane. Where are we going next? Let's get the heck out of there, even though I'd like to stay in Miami yeah. for another couple of days. Maybe we can, but maybe we can't. 
I can, uh, I can, I'll be, I'll, I'll tell you what, America, if, if Mr. Kielbasa gets 20 of whatever he wants, something click buttons, hearts, 200 hearts, 300 hearts, 500 pluses in recommendations and subscriptions, I will be live in Miami next week doing this podcast. Hell yeah. And meanwhile, we're going to go to the other end of the earth, up to Minnetonka, where the Vikings are gonna ooh they're gonna host the lowly jacksonville jaguars where they said hey mike glennon you did such a good job last week we're gonna let you start again as we go <laughs> on up to minnetonka <laughs> michi let's talk oh jaguars and vikings for three minutes starting now i got uh i got i'm gonna be i'm gonna be uh, uh brief here james robinson running back of the jacksonville jaguars is my guy you just next year you take your notes and you make them your guy and that's the only fantasy love i have in jacksonville from minnesota mr kibasa did you know that mr kirk cousins was a top five fantasy football quarterback last week week 12 no i did not um in our vaunted league the psl paid um mr cousins is readily available and I would suggest that other people also look to see if Mr. Cousins is available because it's, he's, he's just a crazy, crazy kid from Michigan playing in Minnetonka, Minnesota, downtown there, downtown there by Chicago Avenue in a railway station. Yeah. The Vikings, the Vikings running backs situation is in flux. People, I would double check cook status. And I believe he's going to play, but he may become a part-time player. You're going to say, Mishy, there's no way I can I can bench him. Mishy. Yes. There's no way I can bench him, bro. What happens if he gets 12 carries, 68 yards, and no touchdowns? I'll tell you what happens. You lose your bleeping game, oh. and you're out of the playoffs. And you're out of the playoffs. I'm America's commissioner for a reason. You can find Mishy on the beach. Thank you. Hey, oh. Um, and 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 next week on Miami Beach. So I would be again if there's a, somehow an option, and you know Tampa's on a buy, and somebody else is on a buy. Carolina, if they're considerate, people just consider it. Look at the injury reports. Adam Thielen is back from the COVID bit, and he is a must start in your lineup. The rookie, Mister Jefferson, finds the end zone like it's nobody's business. Mister Cabasa, yeah. you starting that rookie? That you starting that rookie this week against Jacksonville, mm, Jefferson? Mm, if I have to, that's all I can say, man. If I have to, okay, all right. If you had Tyler Boyd or the rookie in Minnesota, who are you starting? Tyler Boyd, uh, oof, uh, the rookie. I'm starting the rookie. You listen to this program. I, I appreciate that, Mister Cabasa. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, Minnesota is going to win this game. Their season is unsalvageable, but they need to improve. And Mr. Robinson is your only start. The players we mentioned, uh, Mr. Thielen for me, and the quarterback in Minnesota, maybe the WR2 out there, the rookie. This game, to me, Mr. Cabasa, you are a fantasy football junkie if you are watching this football game. Hey, no reason. 24 degrees in Minnesota. You can't go to the game. You can go to the hen house for breakfast, go back and light a fire and pick out the crumbs at your beard and, uh, you know, put on put on a different game. Put on the Cleveland Brown game. Where are we going next, Mr. Kavasa? Wow. Okay. We're getting the heck out of there. Yeah. 
and we'll before it ices on. up the private plane. I know. I mean, why don't we just go to Canada and stay up there and watch some hockey? It's, oh man, is it already time for that stuff to start? They're going to start I hope up. So that it stuff is. It's, it's it's beginning to look a lot like something 2021. <laughs> so yeah, I would imagine hockey is coming around. It's beginning to look a lot like something. <laughs> yeah, dee, 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 dee. As I wait in line for two shots. <laughs> no, we're not going there. Where are we going next? Oh, let's go. Let's get the. Oh, yeah, it seems. Okay, wait a second here. Where, where am Press I? Press that button. Here? Yeah, what the heck's going on with this computer right there? And what's good? And by the way, uh, all the music that you hear is either me making it on the spot or stuff that I've already made. It's all fucking original. You're not going to hear more original music on any other podcast on the face of the earth. So stick that in your smoke and pipe it. Ay, 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 Michy. Oh, let's go to the swamps of Jersey. Come on, man. What better time for an upset than your New York baseball Jets welcoming in a 10 o'clock local time start for the Las Vegas Raiders. Come on, Michy. Come on, Michy. Raiders, Jets. Let's talk about it for... Well, but yeah, we're gonna talk about it for three minutes, whether you like it or not, Michi. Uh, all right, thank starting you very now. much. I'll do. I'll do my best to, uh, to to try this out. If I'm the New York Football Jets, here's your second coach that should have been gone. We've spoken of a couple of them, Mr. Patricia. Again, shave the beard. Amazon warehouse warehouse will put you on three days overnight. You'll be fine. Adam Gase, however, is not even Amazon worthy. I just, I just want to get that out of the way. Um. <laughs> um well, maybe Amazon deserves him, but he's not Amazon worthy. The um, the question of Mr. Darnold as quarterback, the question of the 2020 Jets, the whole shift that's about to happen, it's a remarkable thing to me. I like the Jets' defense. I think they got some pieces. I think that the offense has a chance in three years with an offensive line to do something. But that leaves me nothing but heartache and pain. Mm. I would, if I were the Jets, I would start Joe Flacco and win this game. However, they are the Jets, and they are not going to start Joe Flacco and lose this game. Fantasy love, people. I'm coming from the top, the middle, and the bottom of Michi's heart right here. Oh. Say, America, if Frank Gore is playing this week, put him in your lineup. Oh, is that the first fantasy recommendation of the year for the Jets? It's, it definitely is for, for uh, Frank Gore, man. The ageless fantasy football wonder. For all you old-timers out there who been playing fantasy football when it used to be played via the mail, <laughs> Frank Gore has been off your draft list for nine years. Mm. And Frank Gore is still in the National Football League. And Frank Gore is scoring a touchdown today if he's playing. I believe he's playing. I could be way wrong, but I gotta. I, I would. I would just double check everyone, and he would be my guy. The Raiders can't stop a cold. Um, Perriman is a touchdown maker if Flacco plays. If Flacco is the uh, bench guy, looking you know, kind of warm in a beard in a cold New Jersey afternoon, mm. Darnold will find uh, the slot guy whose name escapes me right now. I can't believe his name is. Well, they suck. He just escapes me. <laughs> and. And I would I would be really reticent. Ty to, Johnson? To no, come on now. You know his name. Brashard Perriman. Now, Perriman is the Denzel guy Mims. Jamison Crowder. He's the rookie. Braxton Berrios. Come on, you're doing this on purpose now. Vincent Smith. 
Chris Hogan. You are doing. You are doing this on purpose. I mean, who America are you? avoid the Jets if Darnold's starting, with the exception of Frank Gore. On the flip side, um, did you know David Carr just gave birth to a baby? Well, his wife did. Yeah, congratulations, your dick works. He's only he's only seven behind Philip Rivers. How about that? <laughs> get, get to work, kid. Get to work. Get to work. And he's, and he's going to get to work against the Jets. Although I like the Jets' defense, he is going to get to work. Your high draft pick, the uh, second-year guy running back for the Raiders, probably ain't playing. Josh Jacobs. Yeah, thing. You see, you knew who I was talking about. So did America. So did Oslo. So did Red Hope. He may or may not be playing, and he has been a disappointment from having partial injury. He's had two good games, and the rest of the time you're wondering, oh, God, I drafted this guy in the second round to be O.J. Simpson, and he's not. So what do we do? We put him on the bench. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> and uh, wide receiver Ruggs is coming along. Hunter Renfro had a nice game. And the tight end is doing a little scuffling. Give me a little scatter report on the Raiders tight end, Mr. Kibasa, if you uh, Let me see. Uh, Darren Waller is looking to have a big game this weekend, Mishy. He's going to score. <sighs> He's going to score a touchdown and a two-point conversion. There you go. Put your money on that one, America. <laughs> Lots of points would, for Darren uh, Waller. He would be a starter as well. The Raiders' defense is awful. The real issue here is the um, the Jets are more awful. One more time, if Flacco starts, the Jets win, and we update all fantasy outlooks, but no one's going to pick up a Jet, so we'll just enjoy the W. I believe it's uh, um, from the top down. Mr. Gase, if you win a game, we're going to fire you. Mr. Gase, if you keep losing, we will keep you here to the end of the year. And it's a joke. The whole nine is a joke. The Raiders were embarrassed last week. Chucky's going to have his chin out through the mask, and they'll take care of their business. Mm. Where are we going next, Captain? Six and five, the Raiders. They Six got and five, they and got that's not win. good enough. That's not good enough in Las Vegas. If there were any people in Las Vegas, um, they would, of course, applaud because they don't know how to do anything else. Starstruck, silly people. And... Quite frankly, I'd kind of boo the Raiders. I think if I'm John, Coach John Gruden, I am bleeping furious at 6-5. and five, And they should handle their business against the Jets. Again, Mr. Flacco plays. It might be a different story. Where are we going next, sir? Let's go to Houston, Texas, where the Houston Texans, disappointing Houston Texans, are hosting the, oh, your boy, the quarterback, Indianapolis Colts sitting at seven and four. Can you believe it, Michi? Colts, Texans, an AFC South battle. Let's talk yeah. about it for about three minutes starting now. All right, the Indianapolis Colts, Jacoby Brissett, B R I S E T T, two touchdowns, bogarted everything. Phillip Rivers is taken out of the game in a two-quarterback set, and it is re-bleeping markable. We talked about Tyson Hill being the vulture. Well, last week it was Brissett, and they lost. Mm. So this week, what happens? They go down to Tejas, and they go to, they go to Houston, and 
what happens in Houston. Uh, Fuller, Mr. Fuller, who was on everyone's team, he was like the third, thirty point plus points fantasy football last week. Six game suspension because he's taking some doctor prescription, otherwise known as some type of steroid. Whoa! So Kiki Kotu, Kiki Koti, Kiki Coco touchdown maker against the vaunted Indianapolis Colts defense. I would. Um, I have no choice but to start um, Deshaun Watson because uh, someone listened to the podcast last week and already picked up uh, Ryan Fitzmagic. So I am starting Watson. Um, there will be no David Johnson. David Johnson, uh-huh. It will be the former uh, Duke Johnson. And I would, uh, I would venture to say the smart guys in my league made a great mistake. They didn't have no, not enough love. Duke Johnson was cut. And open last week, touchdown maker. He's going to be a touchdown maker again. Upset of the week. The uh, the Texans, who already fired their coach, are going to beat the Indianapolis Colts because the Indianapolis Colts are getting too fancy. And they need to get their identity. And with eight children, old man living in a Winnebago, quarterback, smiling face and living in North Carolina, but he's got Indiana on his mind. Upset special kids. I'm not going to recommend any Colts. And as a matter of fact, the Colts may be the flattest team of the weekend. Owner beware. America's commissioner has spoken. Where are we going next? Nah, I'll tell you where we're going. We're going to the betting desk because I <laughs> completely disagree with you, Mishy. I'll take the Colts all day. And we're, since we're going to be in Texas, what would you like to put on that upset, Mishy? I would like to switch the script okay. and say, let's do something in Indiana, in Indianapolis around June 20th. If the COVID-19 2020-2021 is lifted or we have improved ourselves, there is a massive interactive Van Gogh exhibit going on in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I would it would be my privilege to take you and three of your closest female friends to this exhibit for the weekend. Okay, let me what write that down. Mission that, takes America. the Texans for a trip for four to the Van Gogh exhibition in Indianapolis in June. In the springtime, you know, it's Indianapolis. We can go in July. It's okay. It really depends. You oh, know, okay. it might be, be we might be better off in July, but we'll see how that breaks down. And uh, that's the wager, Kit. There I'll bring you go. three of my favorite female friends, mm-hmm. and you will bring three of your favorite female friends, and we'll spend this. We'll we'll go to the exhibit like three times in a day, and then we'll go the next day, and then we'll just be have so much fun. It's not funny. And then we'll go spend some time with some friends on a farm, and then we get the heck out of there. Well, I have a feeling at least one of those female friends are going to be the same friend. So, what are we going to do about that? We'll work out the math when it happens. <laughs> That's enough of that game. For some reason, both of those teams put me to sleep, Mishy. Don't really care oh, no, about them at all. They should put you to sleep, but this is my upset special. Indy's going to be flat. Where are we going now, kid? Let's head on out to the desert for two teams that don't put me asleep. Two teams that I like watching because we're finally moving into the 405 Eastern games, yeah. Mishy. The Arizona Cardinals are hosting the L.A. Rams. These two teams 
they want to shift it into fifth gear, but they keep keep seeming to be stuck in fourth gear. But fourth gear ain't too bad when you're going 65 miles an hour down the road, Michigan. The L.A. Rams heading to the Cardinals. Rams, Cardinals. It could be a shootout. The Rams are good. The Cardinals want to be good, Michigan. Let's talk about it for three minutes, starting now. All right. There's uh, two quarter. The quarterback issues are the big issues. Jared Goff was ripped by his coach after an awful game last week. I think he got me three fantasy football points. Thank you, Jared Goff. You miserable. Oh, just when you want to say everything's good, he goes and does that. Well, we know he's erratic, but three fantasy football points. If it wasn't for uh, my man, Mr. Mahomes, carrying the day and a few other crappy quarterbacks on the opposite team's uh, roster. You know, that stuff is devastating. And so Jared Goff from Michi on the beach is sending you a flock of birds. Get your shit together. It's one thing for your coach to tell you. It's another thing to hear it on a fantasy football ferocity. You got to golf it off, bro. Goodness. You got to golf it <sighs> off. The, uh, the idea that uh, the rookie running back Cam Akers is the player to have, if he is somehow available for your playoff run people, that's your guy touchdown maker this week the wide receivers are so dependent on jared goff i'm here to tell you that the rams are going to play a much better game this week mr woods mr cup touchdown makers Mm. touchdown makers and that makes jared goff a 22 22 getting lucky 29 great week from jared goff this week do i trust him no but it very I may I actually I probably will change my mind on that. So we're taking a boatload of offensive players on the Rams. And the question is, the question is the health of Kyler Murray out there in the desert. Mm. The question is the best defensive backfield against Boogie Hopkins and Christian Kirk, who has had three good fantasy football weeks file followed by three miserable fantasy football week so much so andy isabella is now a player you're gonna pick him up for the stretch run Who? no why because your man kyler murray has a shoulder problem and mm. if that wasn't obvious last week then i don't know what y'all were looking at oh he's not that good a player he's a great player he's got a shoulder problem and i am not on the injury report right now that does you know what I'm America's commissioner, all right, young man? Hey, I ain't questioning. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to tell you. And the Rams are going to tee off on the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals don't stand a chance. And Kenyon Drake, your high draft pick, gets into the end zone. You got him. Go ahead, start him. You got Mr. Hopkins, at wide receiver. Go ahead, start him. If he's in PPR, don't worry about it. If he's in a standard league, no bueno. No bueno. The Rams are going to kick their ass. And the Rams are going to score a defensive touchdown. Oh, there you go. Therefore, the Rams are my first, possibly my only defensive touchdown this week. I believe the Rams blow them out. All my friends who listen to this, who do the Vegas uh, equals fan duel stuff, I want more than a dollar. Go heavy on the Rams. Put the ranch. Put the house. Put the diamond ring you were going to buy for for Christmas. It was a bad idea to begin with. And put it on the Rams. Wow. All right. Fair enough, man. Put it on the Rams. Ah, what the hell? I'm going to take the Cardinals, Michi. Let's put something on. (laughs) I'll take this one. I'll take Arizona with the upset. And since we're in the desert, I'm going to have a nice cactus soup. Going to do a gallon of cactus soup. 
and a uh, just the biggest triple green chili burger that you've ever seen. All right. That means we're going to be in the desert for a couple of days because yeah. if when the Rams crush them, as as I suggest, and actually am telling everyone what is going to happen, we're going to spend a couple of days. We're going to go out into the um, the great yonder that is the desert. We're going to find a hole in the wall Mexican place and we're going to throw down. Yeah. Mezcal from the bottle. And a bottle of mezcal. And the smokiest mezcal we can find. In a nice... I have some friends who can direct us in the right direction. And we will find an out-of-the-way proper Mexican meal. That's what I would like. Ram's going to kill him. I can't wait. I can't wait for that cactus soup, Michi. But also, I can't wait to head up to (laughs) Seattle. (laughs) There's the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, man, we battled two first-place teams here. The first place in the NFC West and the first place in the NFC East. Big, big game for the football Giants. Not so big of a game for the Seattle Seahawks. So what the hell but the Seattle Seahawks like playing at 405 at home where the weather won't be that bad, but it won't be that good either. The Giants will just be happy to be the hell out of New York and New Jersey, Michigan. So we'll talk about Giants, Seahawks, for about three minutes, starting now. On a previous program, Michigan informed the world that you should pick up the Seattle defense. 17 fantasy points last week. A desperate Hail Mary kept them from scoring 21 fantasy points last week. Only uh, two other teams, only two other teams, your Atlanta Falcons, the Miami Dolphins, and the Seattle Seahawks defense scored that many points. And with the exception of the Atlanta defense, uh, you know what? I got to see what Carolina, Carolina could be right there, too. They had two defensive touchdowns, but they sucked the rest of the day. Mm. But those those three teams, those three teams are uh just nice defensive plays this week against the New York football giants. One of my favorite players, former Cleveland Brown, Colt McCoy. Oh, leading them to the playoffs. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy was screwed harder by the Cleveland Brown organization than virtually anyone. Why is that? uh, Because they put him out with a bum shoulder and he devastated his shoulder. (laughs) James Harrison, crunched him in half right in the in the end of a pathetic game in the middle of a pathetic season yeah and he that. shouldn't have been in the ball game he uh he very well um anyway i like colt mccoy i just like i like the kid he's gonna have a nice game darius slay is a touchdown maker colt mccoy is throwing two touchdowns in this <sighs> ball game the giants are going to compete in every which way against the seattle seahawks and I would say Wayne Gallman has been a savior, a fantasy f- football pickup, uh, and a savior for your team. Put some faith, put some trust. You loved it. You will love it again this week. Seattle's defense, which has been, like we talked about, terrific, um, is now going to go back to the crappy Seattle defense because a young man named Carlos Dunlop has a foot problem and a couple other players have feet problem and other lower body um, injuries. I would be off the Seattle Seahawks bandwagon defense this week, and I think the Giants are going to compete. Super Freak, Super Freak, the second great 
wide receiver, second-year wide receiver, Mr. Metcalf, um, really showed out last week. And you had him, you started him, you're going to continue to do so. And this week, not so much. Just letting you know. Tyler Lockett was lacking on the love last week. This is a game for Tyler Lockett because the hole for the Giants defense is in that slot receiver. You got him. You got to start him. Please, America, don't think twice. It's all right. It's not Tyler Boyd. It's still Russell Wilson out there. I mean, I mean, it's not, you know, grandma for the Cincinnati Bengals. It's still Russell Wilson. It's not a Tyler Boyd scenario. I would start Lockett as the most complete um, um, wide receiver in this game for the Seahawks. The big question is my man, Chris Carson. Is if he doesn't do well, you don't win. If he doesn't play, wow. you don't win. That's all there is to it. That's the it's secret amazing. to your calculus right there. He, he, and you know, he's my man, just like James Robinson is becoming my man. So America, I'm giving you my draft strategy for the next year. It's I'm taking Robinson and I'm taking Mr. Carson. If he stays in Seattle, Chris Carson received 30 something percent of the snaps was a beast finding the end zone, holding out in practice, a lot of D, a lot of da. I believe you'll see the ball a lot more. Mr. Hyde is back in my starting lineup against the Giants defense. I expect this to be a real nice game. Mr. Mr. Carson is a touchdown maker in my defense. My question to you is Russell Wilson. Oh, I'm playing against Russell Wilson. I'm playing against Believe Land in a pivotal PSL paid match this weekend. Sure. So I can't I I need a bad game from him. So that's all I need the, I need the Giants defense to to have the games of their lives. All Sunday. right, and you were I was leading towards this. I'm going to stick with it. Lockett is a touchdown maker in the air. Chris Carson is the touchdown maker on the ground. The uh, the idea that Russell Wilson versus Colt McCoy would be laughable to a lot of people. But America, I'm going to put this poll up. I'm going to actually write it in sand because you can find Michi on the beach. The um, Colt McCoy will outscore Russell Wilson in Week 13 in Seattle. Believe it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? Uh, uh, sorry, Mishy. Uh, can you? Uh, could you say that again? Colt McCoy will outpoint in fantasy football Russell Wilson, and the Giants are in this game to win it. <laughs> All Holy right, that's what God. I want to hear, man. I want the Giants to make the playoffs. I want them to win the NFC East. Only in the sausage hut, people. Only in the sausage hut. And my friends who listen to this, do the fan duel, do the Vegas thing, I want $5 this time for this one, just so you know. Where are we going next, Mr. Kibasa? Well, you know, Mishy, let's go. We're doing it. We're doing it hard. We're doing it fast. And we're doing it for a long time. Fantasy football philosophy. The ferocity. Fantasy football philosophy ferocity. The 405 games are in the book. Now we move to the two 425 games. And Mishy, you know, is this the last? This is the last freaking regular season week of the year, right? For fantasy football, 14, 15, 16. Yeah. If you're finishing on week 16, dude, and you have three rounds of playoffs, this is it. This is it, bro. That depends on your structure. The traditional structure is uh, 14 weeks with uh, two rounds of playoffs. Yeah. Some people have adopted and adapted to say 13 weeks and either three or two rounds of playoffs. It depends on what you're doing. But our information is, is rock solid, completely valid, and we're winning championships. 
people. Where are we going next? Mr. I got within in my league. We're doing three rounds of playoffs. So oh, I, go. I got this is the last week. So in your league, we got two more games. And this this week, I'm I'm shit. I might miss the playoffs because everybody. Oh man, the playoff no, scenarios America, are in my league are going to go crazy because there's so America. many teams. Talk about drama, fantasy football. Write to us. Talk about your drama. Mr. Cavasa, describe the drama on the top of the leaderboard in the Cavasa League. Yeah, man, I would be happy to because the the playoff scenarios are freaking unbelievable right now. Okay, so let's take a look. Let's take a look here. Let's take a quick look. Yes. Yeah. So let's. Uh, there's Stan. What is is everyone got like the top seven people have like the winning records and two three people suck? What's the story? I got I've got all these guys have been on the sausage up for the most part. We got Kowski. Uh, we got a five way tie at seven and four. We got Kowski. We got Puddin Jones. We've got um, televisions. Mark Aram. We've got uh, another guy who's never been on there, and then we've got uh, Believe Land over there all sitting at seven and four and yourself and yourself no i lost so i'm i'm one game behind with two other people sitting at six and five with the meat master who we play this week and then uh somebody else sitting at six and five and then you got the butcher way down at the bottom so man oh dude what can i i gotta beat the well i guess i gotta see who's playing who here because now you now you're looking at the matchups, yes, sir. Yeah, so we've got to figure out who's going to be playing who. I can't even think about it right now, but yeah, we got no, you five guys to. at seven and four, and three guys at six and five going into the last <laughs> week. Like and I'm on a I'm riding a one game losing dog. streak. The little dog wanting to be a big dog. Mm. Ryan Fitzpatrick will get you there, Mister Cabas. I just want you to know that. Thank you. But I don't need them because I've got Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Tom Brady, touchdown maker. I and think I've, he's number th- yeah three in the NFL in touchdowns in twenty twenty. It's going to be an excited. It's time to get excited for the playoff scenario. I love playoff scenarios, and I'm going to try to figure that out for my league, Michy. But meanwhile, yeah, we're Tom gonna, Brady's on a buy, by the way. There, Mister. Then I'm starting. Well, shit. Maybe I will pick up Fitzmagic if Roethlisberger's just played today and he's got to play again Monday. But he doesn't. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't have to run anyway. He just drops back and throws the ball. He does, it's not even a workout for him to play a game of football because he's too dumb to hurt. <laughs> That's the way it works. Speaking of too dumb to hurt, the Philadelphia Eagles are heading to Green Bay, Michi. The, they just got done getting their butts kicked by the Cleveland Browns, and the Packers are unstoppable. Aaron Rodgers has just been tearing it up sitting on my bench in your league. I'm winning the bench points. There's no way I'm losing a tie. <laughs> Michi, yeah. now that we're back at it, let's talk Packers-Eagles for three minutes starting now. I am a, I'm a huge fan of Carson Wentz. Huge fan. Why? America. You're the last uh, person in Philadelphia to be a huge fan of Carson Wentz. I, that's for I, sure. I am. A, I'll tell you what. Put Carson Wentz on the Indianapolis Colts and see what happens. The Philadelphia Eagles are a mess. Mr. Sanders, you wanted him to get score six fantasy points to win your fantasy football game last week. You know what you got? A loss. Oh. Mr. Uh, the tight end Goddard is the only uh, viable fantasy starter on that team. Although Carson Wentz with them junkyard points was a 23 plus point score, depending. No, he's, I think he scored 23. 
no fractional points there. And um, it, the, the Eagles are almost as bad as the worst team in football, the aforementioned New York football Jets, but not quite. In this particular ballgame, Green Bay is going to eat them up, spit them out, and every facet of the Green Bay offense will be available. Aaron Jones uh, has been splitting a little bit of time. Uh, Jamal Williams was the touchdown maker, gouging your high draft picks touchdowns and probably costing you the game in this week uh I, I would put a lot of fantasy love on mr jones to find the end zone once maybe twice i would think that your favorite hyphenated wide receiver vandell scantling is going to be a touchdown maker and the big man mr adams is also going to be one of the best plays of the week this game the packers could put up 35 points before the eagles punt five times oh it's going to be an ugly one for the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's good news for the Giants with their upset. That's going to put some distance between them. Ooh. Destiny. Destiny in the Meadowlands. Can you imagine? Can you, can you imagine? For one team. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, I would really um, – I would put a lot of love on Aaron Rodgers to be a multiple touchdown scorer. Um, he's, he'll put up 33 points just like you like it, and you're going to start Mahomes in our league, and he'll do what he does. And I'm um, I'm I'm just here to tell you this is gonna Green Bay Packer love in this game and uh, very little love for the Philadelphia team except for the tight end. Um, this should be a dominant, 19, you know, nineteen early sixties Vince Lombardi Packer dominant of uh, what coulda woulda shoulda been a good Eagles team, and. Uh, it's going to be cold there and, and I hope everyone enjoys the fireplaces that they have and go Packers. Go, let's go. <laughs> oh, it could be ugly up in green Bay, but it's always ugly in Philadelphia. So at least you got that going for you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and with time to spare right there. All right. Now we go to somewhere sunnier la la land with the best three and eight team or whatever the heck they are the chargers they know how to lose they know how to lose close games they lost a lot of close games man but this time they're what can we do about cam newton is he is he done is he packing it up he's like there's no way i'm gonna play here another year the patriots of the chargers mishy let's talk about it for three minutes starting now on this particular program last week, we thought that Mr. Herbert would be like a 14, 15-point fantasy score. There was a point in that game where he was well below 50% passing complete, com- pass completion percentage. He still ended up in, with 18 fantasy points. Shocking to me, and I got my notebook out. This week against a depleted, uh, don't really know what's happening over there in New England, the Chargers will still find a way to lose this game, and they will be another team on a reset with another new head coach. Because Belichick is a better coach, Cam Newton is a better quarterback, and I would anyone who started James White last week raise your hand, and I'm going to call you a bleeping liar. <laughs> Cam Newton is your start for the uh, Patriots. Um, I would go to Mr. Harris back in the end zone. I believe that the Chargers really can't get out of their own way. Mr. Herbert, you got him. 18 points was good enough for you last week. 24, 26 points this week. I'm giving a touchdown to the tight end. 
and Keenan Allen. The question is, Mr. Kilbasa, where's that third touchdown coming from by Mr. Herbert Abair? Oh. Is it going to be? Is it going to? Is it going to become out of the backfield? Can you predict that, or can we just say don't trust a running back? Uh, what is your opinion? No, don't on trust that a running situation? back. Keep it on the all wide right, receivers. Right. Keep it on the wide receivers. And a tight end out there. And this will be a very tight game. Um, it'll be a fairly competitive game. And Bill Belichick is going to find a way to win this game for his team. And it'll probably come um, on the legs of Cam Newton. Shoot. Boy, oh boy, how about them Patriots? Oh. And I don't, th- and I do not think Cam Newton is done. I think if you put Cam Newton in Indianapolis, you would have a better club. Where are we going next, Mister Kilbasa? Where is Where is Cam Newton going next? That's the question, man. He's going to Miami uh, next year. No, he can't be. They got Tua. They got Fitzmagic. They don't want him. Fitzmagic ain't going to be there next year. Yeah, you never know. You never know. You're Bring him to Cleveland. He's got a warm home waiting for him in Cleveland. <laughs> You've been waiting for that. You've been waiting that for a while. I know he can stay on the couch at your house. I understand all those things. It's a big It's a huge house in America. And, and the, idea, the idea that Cam Newton is done is preposterous. Okay. The New England, New England is, aside from the running back there, they have no talent consistent talent and it should be obvious tom brady knew that he got out of dodge cam newton needed a job they signed him up i I like him i'd start him this week 22 plus fantasy points easily all right meanwhile let's go to the sunday nighter Oh, what used to be an AFC West battle. Now, can they even scrape together a team? The Denver Broncos. Oh, everybody felt bad for those guys. And and screw Roger Goodell for making them play and letting Pittsburgh and Baltimore wait till Wednesday. It's horse shit. Did they want to teach Denver a lesson because their quarterbacks didn't wear masks in their meetings? I don't know. And they were all in the same room together. Yeah, good job, guys. There you go. The Denver Broncos going to get fed to the Wolves. And when I say Wolves, I mean the Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs Broncos on the Sunday Night Classic. Michi, do we even need three minutes to talk about this? Because sure. it's all Chiefs from here on out. Sure we do. All right. The, uh, the idea... The idea of what happened to the Colts was, um, excuse me, the Broncos was very bad. Um, Locke is back at quarterback. Um, I know that uh, Melvin Gordon it will be the sole one because Philip Lindsay's banged up. Everyone get your notebooks out. I'll try and say that a little bit better. Lindsay's not playing. Gordon is a must start. And um, Locke is going to have a nice game against the Kansas City defense that somehow is fighting against itself. Um, and I would put Jerry Drudy in your lineup in a pinch. Oh, man, and I'm so tired of hearing about him, dude. You talk about Jerry Judy every week. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not. as a, This time next year, we'll be, we'll be talking a lot more about him. But that's, that's just happy scouting. All right. Um, I, think the, I think the Broncos – obviously can't score enough points to keep up with the chiefs. Um, but I do think the Broncos are scoring 28 points in this game. And Andrew Locke is going to be a nice starter. He, uh, he may even score more fantasy points than Colt McCoy. How about that? Hey, (laughs) (laughs) on the flip side, the quarterback, we all know you got him record setting last, last week. Um, Tariq Hill record setting most points of the year in fantasy football, Tariq Hill, 
outdid Tyler Lockett's uh, ball game. Um, 50 plus points from a wide receiver. You can't lose. You can't lose. What's he going to do this week, Mr. Kilbasa, against the Denver defense? Well, he's not going to score as many points, but <laughs> he's probably going <laughs> to score a lot of points. I mean, Touchdown he should be. Maker. He should be double. Ty, Tyreek Hill should be double teamed every play. You say, hey, if they're going to beat us, they're going to beat us with somebody else, even though they can beat them with anybody they want. And that brings back the guy who's going to help me at the end of the year and help you in this week, and that's Sammy Watkins. Oh, Sammy, well, Watkins. Sammy Watkins is back? What did he, I think he the, took uh, the last couple years off. Now he's going to play? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And Sammy Watkins will be a 100-yard receiver, will be a touchdown maker. Sammy Watkins will win you a fantasy football game in week 13. I'm telling you here right now. <laughs> I'm telling you here right oh, now, Mishy. Mr. Cabasa. Oh, Mishy. Um, in deference to our man, Mr. Gronkowski, the best tight end of our lifetime, Travis Kelsey will have another nice game. Um, will he find the end zone? How can you say no? He's in your starting lineup. Be quiet. You got the kicker. He's going to kick a lot of I got extra the kicker. points. I got the he's kicker. Gonna, he's going to kick a lot of extra points. And if he kicks you a field goal, he's a, he could be nine points. If he kicks you two field goals, he could be 12-point kicker and win you a fantasy football game. You got him. You take the flyer. You put him in, please. Mm. And the only team that beats the Chiefs is the Chiefs, and that's not happening this week, Mr. Kielbasa. No, it's not. But Denver is, and Denver, but Denver is scoring points, and I like Mr. Locke a lot this week. Will he outpoint Mahomes? No. Will he outpoint Aaron Rodgers? No. Will he outpoint Colt McCoy? That's the big question. Okay, should I take him or Fitzmagic? Who? Locke or Fitzmagic? Locke or Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. We good? Are we good there? Yeah, I'm, I'm a happy man, and the Kansas City is going to win this game. Uh, the Walrus will have the face mask on. Mahomes will do his thing. Are you starting? Are you starting Hilaire in your lineup? The answer is yes. Are you starting Le'Veon Bell in your lineup this week? The answer is no. But there's a lot of fantasy love going on. It should be a, a nice AFC West fireworks kind of game, but Kansas City's going to crush them. There you go. Ba, 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 ba. I can't even argue with that one. Nope. Nope. Best team in football. Okay. Well, that was Sunday night. Now we've got two games on Monday. Hey, what the hell? And a game on Tuesday. What the hell? Hey, I don't know. Five Bye. o'clock. On Monday night, oh man, here's another good thing that's going to happen to my New York Giants because Pittsburgh, even though they played the day, they're still going to have enough time to rest and beat the ass of Washington football team, if you ask me. Mission might think something differently, but either way, we'll hash it all out in 30, 30 seconds. No, three minutes starting now. Antonio Gibson, 33 or 38 fantasy football points against oh. the Dallas Cowboys last week. Yeah. Completely that, awesome. And two points for the other happen. guy that I had. Ugh. Not going to happen this week. Pittsburgh is going to come in and, and manhandle the Steelers. You're going you're gonna to put Gibson in your lineup? Yes. You're going to put McLaurin in your lineup? Yes. And it's going to be a mistake. Oh, my God. Mishy's about to make a mistake. I'm so glad I'm talking this out with you right now, Mr. Kabasi. <laughs> um, Alex Smith is, is going to dump to his running backs. That's going to be the extent of the offense. The question is, how hard 
is is Big Ben Roethlisberger going to get hit by the Washington Redskins defensive front? Mm. And what is the status of James Conner, who is still COVID positive? Benny Snell is on the waiver wire, but it's such a dicey thing to know who's on or off the COVID. Monday night games, Benny Snell could be a great player, but it's so late. It's a desperation move on my part. Mm. At wide receiver, I'm taking my man Juju Smith-Schuster, who I rip. But I'm taking Juju as a starter, a touchdown maker, 80 to 110 yards in this game. And he'll probably be the offensive player um, uh, that wins the game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would also start the Steelers defense, obviously. And I take uh, I take uh, the Steelers kicker to be a top two kicker this week against the Redskin defense. And um, one more for my Vegas friends. Take the under in this game. Oh, I think people can get rich if they know how to bet unders. Isn't that where it's at? Isn't that where the money is? We have a friend named Murder Inc. who makes a, a small living on it. It's a great move. Taking the unders. And he'll slide the point spread to his liking. So it's, uh, it's an interesting point of view. But the uh, the idea that Pittsburgh uh, does not win this game is n- in no one's mind. Washington's done. Pittsburgh's going to remain undefeated and are still not a top four football team in the National Football League. What are we doing next, Mr. Cabasa? Well, oh, yeah. Your man, Big Ben. Your man, Big Ben. Your man, Big Ben. Yeah. We'll be, we'll throw 50 times again and probably throw for 247 yards. Mm. Disgusting. And uh, I would not start Big Ben this week. Okay. Where are we going next, Mr. Oh, Cabasa? I think I need a quarterback to fight. I need a win. I need a win to have any chance at the playoffs. It sucks. You need you need some Fitz magic. I do. I think I do, man. I think you're right. I mean, I don't think I'm right. I know Mishy's right because that's what we yeah. do, man. That's what Mishy does because he's America's commissioner, and you can find him on the beach, as he likes to say. You can Thank find you the rest of us. Heading towards the real Monday night game. Buffalo, San Francisco. This got all the makings of a Monday night classic. Michigan, Buffalo. Oh, they want to get in the playoffs so bad. Oh, so does San Francisco. But they keep sputtering at the wrong times and hitting the pedal at the right time. So what can we do now, Michigan? There's only one thing to do. Let's talk about it for about three minutes starting now. The, uh... Claire is not San Francisco. It's a travesty that the 49ers are in a different county. They say no indoor sports. This game is played in, in a dome, I would assume, in Arizona. Oh. So, you, so you and I are going to come back from our uh, food festival and maybe some peyote in a desert. And we're going to be able to hang out Monday and watch the Buffalo Bills lose to the San Francisco 49ers. Oh. Okay, okay. Josh Allen is your starting quarterback. You got him. You trust him this week? The answer in Mishy's eyes is no. You got uh, Stefan Diggs. Do you trust him this week? 
In Michi's eyes, the answer is no. In every which way possible, Miami is ready to compete in the AFC East, and the 49ers are going to facilitate that dream. Oh. 49ers, Mozart is 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 playing uh, again for the second week. Debo Samuel is back for the second week. We've been talking about these fellas. Debo is the third young wide receiver who is a super stud. Just to refresh, it's Debo. It's DK Metcalf and it's AJ Brown. These men are thoroughbreds. If they're not on your draft board next year, stop listening to this program. The 49ers are going to win this game on defense. We're going to have a second touchdown and it's going to be a 49er defensive touchdown. And even though they're playing in Arizona, I think this is the kind of game where they circle the wagons we're behind the eight ball. If, if a bunch of millionaire pro football players can be behind an eight ball, um, you want to you want to crowbar a couple more cliches in there, Mishy? <laughs> I'm working. I'm working. I'm trying. You know, I was trying hard for that. I did that on purpose. Thank you for noticing. And uh, but the 49ers are going to win this game, and uh, Buffalo is going to scuffle a little bit. And uh, I would look for the 49ers to make a playoff push. Because I think that uh, they have a, a, a they I think they have a team that's coming together, and Buffalo is going to have a problem on Monday night in this game. Mm. Not a lot of love for Buffalo, a little bit of love for them. Arizona, San Francisco, 49ers. All right. Well, normally, Michi, that would be the end of the slate of games, but disafortunatamente para nosotros, there's a Tuesday night game, and that's going to be the Dallas Cowboys heading out to Crab Cake City to meet the, oh, who's going to play quarterback for them? Hopefully they got their quarterback back. They probably won't have RG3 because it looks like he blew his quad out. Who knows? Maybe it'll be Chase McSorley. Either way, the Cowboys are coming to town, Ravens. What do you got besides another loss that will pad the lead for the Cleveland Browns in the playoff picture, Michigan? Let's talk about it as long as you want to. It's the last game. <laughs> Tuesday football. What do you think the odds are they can push it back to Wednesday? Just joking. What do you think the odds are that the Ravens have a whole new round of COVID tests and the league doesn't do anything and push it back to Wednesday? Don't answer that. I'm joking. <laughs> the uh, the idea that the Cal- Dallas Cowboys um, and all you Cowboy lovers out there, listen, your team has no heart. You see it. I see it. The problem is I can say it and you can't. So everyone, repeat after me. 2020 Dallas Cowboys have no heart. Felt the vibe going right there, Mr. Kavasa. Thank you, the everyone. Cow, Dallas you. Cowboys have no heart. Ha <laughs> ha. No, you know, the vibe, no, they said it to themselves. I felt it over the airwaves here and in the air. The Baltimore Ravens have a, uh, they got question marks. And based on that, where's my fantasy football love in this game? America, it's a Tuesday game. Bench Ezekiel Elliott. What? Right now. What? Right now. Bench Ezekiel Elliott. Bench the wide receivers. Bench the redhead. Bench the kicker. The Cowboys have no heart. On the flip side, the quarterback, whoever it may be, and I I hope it's the MVP, Mr. Jackson. If he plays, you plug him in. He's going to dominate. If it's Mr. McSorley, please don't do anything. 
Um, check your injury reports. There's still COVID activity in the Ravens running back room. Gus Johnson evidently scored a touchdown today. Hallelujah. You heard it here last week. Thank you. <laughs> did you have him on your bench, Mishy? Absolutely. Of course you um, did. You're going to cut him this week? Probably. However, if those COVID reports keep coming in, the name Gus Gus Edwards comes up again. Um, they don't, I don't trust the wide receivers. Des Bryant is your number two and your best wide receiver oh. in Baltimore. He's just Come getting warmed now. up. For, He's just getting warmed up. For all you Cleveland Brown fans out there, um, this Ravens offense is a mess. Um, and on Tuesday night, I would re- recommend making Mary and putting up a tree and practicing the old-fashioned recipe with a little bit of bourbon, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of bitters, and getting that holiday spirit. Muddle, muddle, because, muddle. Yeah, baby. And if if oh yeah, and if you're watching this game, you are a fantasy football mental case, and I want to say that with love. And yeah, um, but it's the only game on. You're going to watch it. Horse crap. Find something else to do because Mr. Goodell and the NFL. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I have no fantasy love there. If my opponent has a, a player playing in this game. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. This is a this is a joke. And for fantasy football purposes, be very careful playing this game. Please. We've given you enough information here on the hut, as we always do. You'll be reading the things Mr. Kabasa and I talk about. We know this to be true. Uh, in some other outlet tomorrow, the next day, and the day after, basically till Tuesday when the fantasy football week is over. But what we have in week 13, Mr. Kabasa, is the second longest week in fantasy football history. We just went through the longest week. Now we're going through the second longest week. And that last game, fooey. Fooey. for a nice word. Fooey. a nice word. Fooey. Fooey. And I'm benching Ezekiel Elliott this week. They got no heart. Congratulations, Jared Jones. Wow. Okay, yes, Mr. There you week go. 13, baby. There's week, week 13. 13. Can you believe it? It could be the last last week of your regular season. It could be the second to last of your regular season. Enjoy it because it's almost over, baby, because winter is coming. Winter's here, and it's going to be a long off season of horse shit, and then it's going to be the greatest spring ever in human history, and you might as well win yourself a fantasy football championship. And if you can't, you might as well spoil someone who wants that prize. And that's our jobs, Mr. Kabasa, week 13. I wish your teams all the best. America, Red Hook, Oslo. I hope your fantasy teams do as well as, as I know they are. And Mr. Kabasa, I got one special closing closing here because I got some fan mail. Can I tell you about it? Sure. There's a guy. I don't know who he is. He called himself the Papa. Not P-O-P-P-A. Papa. And I don't know if it's a jalapeno papa. I don't know if it's a pill papa. He calls himself Papa. And he wrote to me and said, Mishy and Mr. Kilbasa, I've made a comeback. I am now in the championship round of my fantasy football playoffs because he found the Sausage Hut in week seven. Yeah. And, I, and, and so pill papa, if it's a pill papa, jalapeno papa, if it's a jalapeno papa, if you got a glass of beer and you drop a vodka in there in a shot glass, Papa, 
the uh, the uh, the idea is Ryan Fitzpatrick and move down the line because we got you and people like you. That's why we're here. Kabasa, I congratulate you on one, behalf of the Papa. Thank you. Thank you. And I got one yep. more question for you. Cousins, Wentz, or Trubisky? That's what I got to choose from. Cousin, Wentz, or Trubisky? What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Kirk, Kirk Cousins at home. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. I'm taking Mitchie's advice, and I'm going to add Shocked him. you last week. Shocked, you, shocked people being a top. Like I said, he was like a top five, top four, top six fantasy um, player last week. They're playing a crappy team. Um, they get their they get some health back with Thielen coming back. Yeah, 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 Mr. yeah, Foster, yeah, yeah. A, a banged up Dalvin Cook playing halftime. This is a recipe for for that quarterback, Kirk Cousins, to throw three touchdowns this week. He's not going to have the same points as Fitz Magic, but that's okay. Fair Those enough. My choices. Those were my choices. All righty, is going to put a button on it, a bonnet on it, and all sorts of stuff that you don't want to put on it. For week 13 in the NFL, can you believe we're going to have playoffs here right around the corner? Can you believe it's going to be Christmas? Can you believe it's going to be New Year's and they're all going to suck? But it's not going to suck in the sausage hut because it never sucks in the sausage hut because we got the America's commissioner. We got original music. We got Johnny Kilbasa. Everything always coming at you. Whether you like fantasy football or whether you don't, you can listen to this podcast whenever you want and just shut your brain off and enjoy things. Get your crayons out, take a couple notes, or just have a beer and listen to it while you're watching football with the sound down because that's fun to do. Mitchie, thanks as always. Always, you're the best of the business. I'm Johnny Cobasso on Twitter, Johnny Cobasso Rocks on Instagram, JohnnyCobasso.com. We'll see you next week, everybody. Miss you on the beach, people.